I'm glad you found your way to the Your Vet Wants You to Know podcast for more information about how to care for your pet. The show is designed to be educational and entertaining, but not to give a specific diagnosis or treatment for your animal. That job belongs to your veterinarian who knows your pet and wants to talk to you about what's going on with them. I'm here to be a resource only. Thanks and enjoy the show. As a curious pet owner, have you ever taken to the internet for more information? Maybe you want to know why your pet is itchy and what you can do about it. Maybe you're frustrated about the ear infections. Maybe you're looking for ways to make veterinary care more affordable. Instead of wading through a sea of information that may not be reliable and in some cases may be harmful, here is what your vet wants you to know. I'm Dr. Brittany Lancelotti, board certified veterinary dermatology specialist. Join me to get the information you're looking for to care for your pet. If you're curious about your pet, then your vet wants you to know. If your dog's been seen by a veterinarian for itching sometime since 2014, there's a very good chance you've been prescribed a medication called Apoquel, or at least you've heard of it. Apoquel is a daily oral medication for treatment of itch associated with allergies. I've been really looking forward to doing this episode because pet owners are constantly looking for more information about this medication. The misinformation that is circulating on the internet regarding Apoquil is a huge reason why I started this show. I want to give you an evidence-based resource of reliable information regarding this drug. I've talked about my dog Russell Sprout on the previous episode of Environmental Allergies, And yes, this very special looking dog who is the mascot for Your Vet Wants You to Know has also taken Apoquil. He's been a challenging allergic case, but he's definitely been worth it. He actually won top prize in the So Ugly I'm Cute category at a local American Cancer Society fundraising walk. The most insulting part, though, is that we didn't even enter him into the competition. Like most pet owners, I have a concern about the medication I give my pets. As you'll hear me say over and over again on this show, I needed to assess the benefit versus the risk because there's a risk with absolutely every decision we make for our pets. For today's episode, I'd like to talk to you about the benefits and the risks of Apoquel and why, as a dermatology specialist who has spent three years of my residency researching and publishing data regarding this medication and its long-term effects, I feel very comfortable using Apoquil in my patients with allergies. Full disclosure, Zoetis, the makers of Apoquil, previously provided me with an honorarium to present my research at a global expert panel of veterinary dermatologists. However, they were in no way involved in the research study prior to its publication, and they are not a sponsor of today's episode. Apoquil is an excellent therapy for itchy dogs, but it doesn't cure allergies. Let me say this again, Apoquil does not cure allergies. Allergies are a lifelong medical condition that we strive to manage but will rarely cure. As I discussed on the previous episode of environmental allergies, treatment falls into two categories. One is symptomatic relief with medications like Apoquil, Cytopoint, Atopica, steroids that will help to relieve the itch, or two, desensitization with allergy shots, which is the only treatment that actually works to fix the underlying disease. Having said that, Apoquil will stop the itch when it's being given, 
But if you stop giving the medication and you're not addressing the underlying disease in another way, the itch is just going to come back. So the medication is an excellent tool to provide our pets with relief while you're working with your veterinarian to search for the underlying cause of the pet's allergies, whether that's food allergy or environmental allergy or flea allergy. In other words, a prescription of Apoquil is not going to fix the problem. It's a helpful tool in our allergy treatment plan. A team-based, cooperative, communicative relationship with your veterinarian is your best bet for long-term success. When your pet needs fast relief from itch, Apoquil starts working very quickly, as fast as four hours after the first dose is administered. Compared to Atopica, which is another commonly used allergy medication, which can take up to six weeks to start working, this is a really big benefit. Apoquil has an excellent safety profile compared to steroids. Prior to its development, veterinarians were relying on steroids if we wanted fast relief from itch. And steroids carry many side effects, including increased thirst and urination, increased hunger, increased panting, increased liver enzymes, increased risk of urinary tract and skin infections, increased blood pressure, muscle wasting, weakening of the joints and ligaments, just to name a few. Now, don't get me wrong. I do use steroids and they work. As I've already said earlier this episode, every decision that I make involving my patients is a matter of risk versus benefit. For some diseases, the benefit of using steroids will outweigh the risk. But when I'm treating itch associated with allergies, Apoquil has a better safety profile than steroids, both short-term and long-term, and it works just as quickly. The incidence rate of adverse reactions was very rare, less than one in 10,000 dogs treated with the medication. And the adverse reactions included things like vomiting, diarrhea, lethargy, anorexia, and blood work changes. That's an extremely low rate of adverse effects. To kind of put this in perspective, according to National Geographic, that's the same odds as you would have being injured by a toilet at some point this year. For patients who are receiving Apoquil long-term, I do recommend blood work prior to starting and then at least every 6 to 12 months just to make sure that nothing is trending in a concerning direction. Physical exams are required at least every 12 months in order to legally continue prescribing medications. I mentioned earlier that Apoquil can be used to provide relief from itch while you're searching for the underlying allergy, and this is great because the idea is to use Apoquil as a band-aid while you're searching for the underlying cause. I like using this medication during an elimination diet trial to determine if the pet has food allergies. Since it can take up to two months for itch associated with food allergies to improve once a pet has started a prescription diet, I typically use Apoquil during those two months to make sure that the pet is comfortable. As I get closer to the end of the diet trial to determine if there are food allergies, before I introduce new foods into the pet's diet, I'll have the pet owner stop giving the Apoquil to see if the animal is itchy. And if the itch is still there, then I know that I have a component of environmental allergies that I need to deal with. But if the itch is gone, then I talk to the pet owners about challenge feeding with the original food that the pet was on before the diet trial to determine if food allergies are present. And when the itch comes back, when we introduce other foods, I'll have pet owners restart the Apoquil to provide fast-acting itch relief. Apoquil can also be used when you're investigating environmental allergies. 
So unlike steroids and antihistamines, the dog doesn't need to stop Apoquil prior to doing skin or intradermal allergy testing to determine what in the environment is causing the allergy. And after doing the allergy testing, the pet can remain on Apoquil while those allergy shots are starting to take effect, which can be up to a year in some dogs. The long-term goal is to use the allergy shots to desensitize the pet to the underlying allergy so that eventually I can stop using the Apoquil or only use Apoquil during really bad allergy seasons. For a certain proportion of dogs, cost can actually be a benefit as far as Apoquil is concerned. Other allergy medications such as Atopica and Cytopoint can be cost prohibitive for a pet owner that has a large or giant breed dog. On the other hand, cost can be a drawback for some clients. Apoquil is more expensive than steroids. It also may not be as effective for reducing swelling associated with allergies as it is with reducing itch. So if I have a pet that has allergies where their ears are completely swollen shut or their paws are horrendously swollen, a lot of times I'm going to reach for steroids and atopica over Apoquil to provide better relief. Because Apoquil can affect the immune system, there is a possibility of an increased risk of infections. I have seen pets receiving Apoquil develop infections with Demodex, a type of mange mite. However, most of the common flea and tick preventatives on the market nowadays are actually effective against Demodex. And if your pet has any type of allergies, it really should be on an effective flea and tick preventative anyway to keep any exposure to flea saliva from causing a flare of allergies. I recommend talking to your veterinarian about what flea prevention is right for your pet. In addition, dogs with allergies will benefit from frequent bathing to help remove pollens they get exposed to and to repair their skin barrier, which is often abnormal. That bathing goes a long way towards helping reduce skin infections that they may be predisposed to because of the medications they're on. Side effects in Apoquil, as I said before, are rare in dogs. However, if your pet is one of the few that does experience side effects, that may be a drawback to using this medication and different allergy therapy may be recommended. The biggest misconception regarding Apoquil I hear is that it causes cancer. And this is simply not true. And I feel really confident saying this. Let me start by addressing the reason behind this misconception. Apoquil is in a class of medications called Janus kinase inhibitors. These medications stop the transmission of signals, called cytokines, from outside of the cell into the cell. In the case of Apoquil, the signal that it inhibits is one that causes the sensation of itch. And Apoquil is the only Janus kinase inhibitor that's currently being used in veterinary medicine. However, there are other Janus kinase inhibitors being used in human medicine. One of these drugs has been shown to increase the risk of cancer and the other has not. So because they all share a similar mechanism of action or the way that it works within the body, there's a concern that Apoquil could potentially alter the immune system in a way that allows cancer to develop. I recently published a large-scale research study in the Journal of the American Veterinary Medical Association that answered this very question. One of the reasons I took on this study is because people were concerned and looking for answers. For a while, I was using this medication in Russell Sprout, my allergic dog, and I wasn't satisfied with the information that was currently available in primary literature. So instead of taking to the internet and trying to wade through what's good information and what's bad information, I actually sat down and did my own research study. 
That study looked at dogs who had received Apoquil for a very long period of time. The minimum was six months, but some of these dogs were taking this medication for over five years. And I compared that group of dogs to other allergic dogs who had never received Apoquil, but whose allergies were managed on other medications. One of the challenging and really cool things about the study was that I actually age and breed matched all of the dogs, which gave me some control over two of the biggest risk factors for cancer, which are age and breed. I wound up including 660 dogs in the study, which is almost unheard of to have a veterinary study this large. Generally, most veterinary studies look at maybe a few dozen pets at a time. So 660 is a huge undertaking. After reviewing all of the records for skin masses and diagnosis of cancer, I compared the two groups and found that there was no statistically significant difference in the development of cancer between the two groups of allergic dogs. Now, when pet owners are concerned that they read on the internet that Apoquil causes cancer, I can confidently tell them that I have actually done the research and I have not found that this is the case. But because every decision I make in my patients weighs the risks versus the benefits, I still do things to minimize the risk. So for Apoquil, that includes regular blood work and physical exams to make sure that I catch anything that's concerning before it actually becomes a problem, as well as working on finding the underlying cause of the allergy so that I can decrease the amount of Apoquil that the animal is taking throughout the course of its life. I would like to make a brief mention about the use of Apoquil in cats. There has been some investigation into the use of this medication as a therapy for cats with allergies. It is not currently FDA labeled for use in cats, so it's considered an off-label use, which is allowed under the Animal Medicinal Drug Use Clarification Act, or AMDUCA. We just don't have as many studies looking at Apoquil in cats. Of the studies that we do have, they found that cats typically require higher doses of Apoquil to be effective compared to dogs, and that the medication doesn't last quite as long. That results in cats needing to receive the medication twice a day. And for a lot of cat owners, that's a big drawback because of difficulties they may have in giving a pill to their cat. For some cat owners, giving a pill one time a day is hard enough. Twice a day may lead to a cat revolution in the household. The higher dose and more frequent administration also significantly increases the cost of this medication for cat owners. So at this time, because there are only a few studies that have been published, because of the twice daily dosing needed for Apoquil to be effective in cats, and because I have other FDA labeled products that work well for allergies in cats, I still recommend other therapies such as steroids, atopica, and allergy shots. Apoquil overall has been a revolutionary medication for treating itchy dogs while investigating their underlying allergies. Overall, it is a safe medication to use both short and long term as long as FDA guidelines are being followed and pets are being monitored with blood work and physical exams. If you have concerns about potential side effects for your specific pet, I highly recommend you call your family veterinarian and discuss what is happening with your animal to come up with a plan as a team. If you have a pet that's been prescribed Apoquil, I'd love to hear some of your experiences on our Facebook group, Your Vet Wants You to Know. If you are a veterinarian listening to this podcast, I would also love to hear your feedback on the study that was published in the September 1st, 2020 edition of JAVMA. 
You can visit our website, yourvetwantsyoutoknow.com for references in the show notes, as well as to subscribe to our email list to get a copy of our allergic dermatitis infographic. I've got a lot of great episodes coming up, not only more episodes on medications and different aspects of managing dogs and cats with allergies, but also expanding into other topics like internal medicine diseases, neurologic diseases, orthopedic diseases, lots of good conversations coming your way with really talented veterinarians. So I recommend if you're getting value from the podcast, please leave it a review and subscribe so you don't miss upcoming episodes. I'd like to close each episode with a segment called Scratching the Itch. The segment is designed to highlight something, either a human interest story, a product, a website that provides relief or just makes you feel good. Hence, Scratching the Itch. You can let me know through the Facebook group or contact me through the website if you have something that you think would be good to feature in the future. Today's Scratching the Itch is a shout out to moms who are veterinarians. Since becoming a mother, I've joined a Facebook group of remarkable women who are veterinarians and mothers. Over the years that I've been a part of this group, it has grown to over 14,000 members all across the world. It's a really special place to share stories that are unique to women who are doctors as well as mothers and provide support in many different forms, whether that's through shared laughter, sadness, or just having someone to be there for you to talk to at any given hour of the day. One story I read recently warmed my heart, and I reached out to the mother to ask her if it was okay for me to share this, and I hope it warms your heart as well. She had struggled with being able to produce milk for her first baby, and as she approached her delivery date for her second child, her anxiety about being able to nurse her child was overwhelming. She reached out to the veterinary mothers group and asked if any other moms had some extra breast milk to spare. The result was a deep freezer fully stocked with breast milk that a local veterinary mother was unable to use because her baby was sensitive to dairy and she had been eating dairy when she produced that milk. That veterinarian donated an entire deep freezer full of milk to a veterinary mom in need. And the best part, that mom in need got the breast milk on her birthday. That's our show for today. I look forward to your next visit with Your Vet Wants You to Know.